This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. <gasps> We're all glasses today. Oh my God, all four of us are wearing glasses. What is, this is the best way to start the podcast. This is fabulous. On a non-visual medium. <laughs> Welcome to Women Talking Bollocks, a podcast where you'll hear, well, three women talking utterly bollocks. What you won't hear is anyone nattering on about fashion, makeup, diets, or those blinking Kardashians. I'm not even sure I know who they are, if I'm honest. But what you will hear is some uplifting, irreverent chat with myself, Jen Brister, and my two very dear friends, comedians and women the very wonderful, if slightly eccentric, Maureen Younger, and the dashing, kind, charisma bomb that is Alison June Smith. We would like to take a chance to say thank you very much to our new patrons. Uh, Karen, our new patron, thank you so much. We'd also like to say a very big thank you to Jack one of our newest patrons and also thank you to Jack for the lovely Facebook message that you sent us we've all read it and very it, nice message it G'd us and buoyed us in a yes, way that is new to certainly me so thank you very much <laughs> um, and Jack like many of you uh, were at our brand new WTB New Material night that we are running monthly, the first Monday of every month. So the next one will be on the 5th of April with myself, of course, the wonderful Alison June Smith, who started the whole bloody thing in the first place, and the indomitable Maureen Younger. And we'll have two brand new guests and we'll let you know who those are next week um, and also give you information about where you can get your tickets. So I have got a coffee. I'm going to endeavour not to drink it whilst I'm, you know, whilst we're recording. Well, that'd be a bit pointless having the coffee then, wouldn't it? No, but what I'll do is I'll remove it. I will remove my coffee away from the microphone because as we know, one of the worst things to experience as a podcast listener is somebody ingesting, drinking, eating, coughing, sniffing, breathing into a microphone. I am a very bad podcaster then because I'm pretty sure I've been drinking the whole time we've been doing the... <laughs> Leanne, our producer's like, you have actually, Alison, and this is for you to get your shit together. So if you could stop. <laughs> this is why it takes Leanne 17 hours to edit this because she's having to take out all the gulps and the slurps. Never mind the ums and the ahs. Guys, I don't see what the big deal is. If I want to eat crisps while we're recording, what's the big... <laughs> I don't get it. Is there a problem? 
There's, come on. I've eaten crisps before I've gone on stage and then sprayed the first row with... Oh, my um, God, Maureen, that has actually now... Made Jen sick a little bit. <laughs> put me off my coffee. I was really enjoying it, and then I just had a vision of you spraying salt and vinegar crisps over everybody. Would it be salt and vinegar? It would have been prawn cocktail, wouldn't it? <laughs> cheese and onion? No, it would have been cheese and onion. Cheese oh, and cheese onion. and onion's even worse. Who wants a half-eaten cheese and onion crisp on their face? Yeah. Never mind, Maureen. It was delivered with a punchline, so it would have been worth it. They're going, oh, I really enjoyed it. Ha, 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 as they're laughing with their mouth open. Slam. <laughs> Bit of cheese and onion in the back of their throat. Yamas. That was in the good old days where you could spit on the audience. But you know, like some comics can't eat before a gig. I can eat before a gig. I could eat during a gig if I could get away with it. 100%. Me too. Me too, Maureen. I'm not passing up food. Well, no, I don't have a problem eating before a gig. But it's often what they do is if you get free food at a gig, they'll say to you, um, do you want to eat something? And you'll go, yeah, I'd love to. And then you'll say, could I have whatever the meal is? And it's nearly always some sort of burger, isn't it? Because there's very little on offer at these places. And then just as you're about to go on stage, they'll go, whose burger is this? And I'm like, are you? You fucking kidding you know I'm about to go on stage why wouldn't you wait until I'm off and then I come off stage and I've got cold chips and a cold sort of scaggy burger what I find I'm doing is just as I'm going on stage I'm just shoving a handful of chips into my face going these are the only hot ones I'm going to enjoy so I'm going <laughs> to yeah no that is true I once got a lovely steak meal just before I was about to go on and I ate the steak and had left the broccoli because I thought no one would eat the broccoli. So, you know what I mean? But when you say no one would eat the broccoli, Maureen, what do you mean? Not a single human eats broccoli. <laughs> Did you know that broccoli was invented by the broccoli family? Of which is the guy that produced the James Bond films. What was his name? Oh, Chubby Broccoli or whatever his name is. His family created broccoli there you go did you know this because this was news to me i just thought broccoli was like cabbage but broccoli it's a hybrid it's a hybrid of two different other vegetables created into broccoli here's another broccoli fact for you did you know tender stem broccoli has been trademarked so no one else can make or, or create tender stem broccoli apart from the tender stem broccoli makers of the world these people are billionaires. Can I ask, is it facts like these that mean you don't get invited to dinner parties anymore? That and the global pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaning on the pandemic, Maureen, but there may be something in that. Definitely. All I know about broccoli is that it is incredibly high in calcium, everyone. So it's very good for your calcium intake. Yeah. And iron. Ooh. It's as healthy as buttermilk. I don't want to get into that. Okay. <laughs> Well, Maureen, we'd have to do research. And you know what's going to happen? We're going to find out the buttermilk is more healthy. That's why I like Shut it down, Alison. Shut it down. <laughs> we had a new material night last night, which is real fun. I'm going to bring that up. That was a blast. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but this week, I feel like there's been a lot more online shows. It's been real fun. I got to do a corporate for some teachers in Canada, which was exciting for me and boring for every other human on the planet, except for teachers, because when teachers get together, <laughs> oh my God, we love talking teacher talk. <laughs> and I was like, I can insult the students. You can't let me do that for you. And they were like, yay, we want to hate children for 40 minutes. Um, so it was a blast. And I was thrown in good doozers like this. Hey, guys. As teachers, you know, you know, you're always you're always developing because once you're a teacher, you're a lifelong learner. And they were like, shut it. And shut I was up. like, yeah. <laughs> so 
it was real fun for me to just reconnect with a former former group of people who used to do the job that I, I did before. So that was it was a fun week in that regard for me. Great to go in and do the gig for the teachers, make the teachers laugh and then step away going, I don't teach anymore. Yeah. Hey, absolutely no disrespect to any teachers listening to this. We love you. We respect you. We think you're an amazing people. Personally, I do believe that you people are wizards. I think you are incredible. There should be medals uh, or at least vaccines for you. Uh, so not to be disparaging, but I cannot think of a job that I would rather not do. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying because I'm not good at teaching. That's why. It's a hard job, man. My best friend always tells me, she's like, I don't know why you still bang on about how you used to be a teacher. Stop telling people that you used to be a teacher. The moment you say that, they look at you like, oh, God, she's boring. I'm like, yeah, thanks, accountant, which <laughs> is what she is for a job. Hey, you guys are a blast. You're a blast talking all your dividends and assets. Let's woo, slow it down with the excitement. I don't, why wouldn't you mention you're a teacher? And also, it's, it feeds into the old stand-up comedy. Come on. Why would you get rid of good jokes? No one's going to get rid of good jokes, are they? No, if anything, I'd just pretend I was a teacher just to crack crack into some of those. <laughs> I can, actually. I don't even need to. I'm, I'm you a are now a teacher. You're a teacher, Jen. I am a remote teacher, so... Uh... Thank you very much. Maureen, what have you been up to? Following my trend, I got in touch with an old Australian friend and I mentioned the fact we hadn't spoken for 15 years and he reminded me we met up in Paris about 10 years ago. So that was a slight. <laughs> God, it's been 15 years since we've seen each other. <laughs> he goes, we met up in Paris and then we both forgot that we went on holiday together in Scotland about five years ago. We both forgot about that. I remember you were going, I'm going on a hike to Scotland. I was like, no, you're not, Maureen. Yeah, no, we went hiking. <laughs> But we did go to the we did go to the West Coast. We went to the Highlands and Islands, um, and I, we both completely forgot about that. So that was I was very ill. So that's probably why we've, we've thinking it out of our memory. I remember that you were you got sick, didn't you, after Edinburgh? I got this before I got diagnosed with underactive thyroid. So if any women out there of a certain age and you're feeling very tired and really ill all the time, it could just be that because I didn't know what was wrong with me, and then. I got tablets and all was better. And then also this week on Twitch, I did another Twitch moment. Uh, you remember last time I couldn't stop streaming? Yeah. Well, on Sunday, I have a Sunday fun day where I have pineapple cheese and glacé cherries, which people don't seem to realise if they're not from the 70s, and we're having a bit of a drink. And then I managed to cut myself off from my own streaming show. And everybody else carried on without me. They didn't seem to need me. They were just having a good old <laughs> chat while I was frozen on screen. <laughs> so basically, I streamed without actually being there for about five minutes. I don't understand. How can you stream without being there? How did you do that? Well, unfortunately, I didn't check my computer and it died. And <laughs> the stream carried on. That's brilliant. So you were streaming. I froze. So there was like, there's no chat from me. So everyone else is in the chat box going, isn't it funny? We're still drinking. Maureen's not here. And they were all enjoying themselves. And it turned out I don't actually need to be on my own stream. I was going to say, you've created a whole new thing, right? Twitch without being, you're going to get the income without even having to. Just set it up. There you go, you guys. Enjoy each other. Yeah, log in and log out. Brilliant. Did she? Maureen's frozen. She's literally. Oh my god. She, you froze that just like you hilarious. said you did. Yes. You no, that is weird. Like, Why isn't she talking? He froze just then. Oh my. The god. universe was like, here. Let me show <laughs> you what happened. <laughs> Alison, Leanne and I were all looking, going, why isn't Maureen responding to anything we're saying? <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's normal. And also, like, Alison, I was tw uh, was I was gigging this weekend at Top Secret, which was great fun. 20 minutes online, I was like, God, that's going to be a long time. But, but, you know, you've got the knack for it now. You just know how to do it, don't you? And it's uh, it was fun. Good. I'm actually really nailing these Zoom gigs. I think every single one I do, people are walking away going, 
This woman is a professional that knows how to make people laugh in front of a webcam. Why isn't there more of this? Oh, wait, there is. <laughs> oh, wait, every single fucking person is doing it. Hey, listen, I want to talk about my week. My book is now out on paperback. It came out on the 4th, which is yesterday, if you're listening to this on Friday. The 5th, if you're listening to this in the future, my book is out. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's all you need to know, because we forget the podcasts are all in the future, aren't they? Everyone listening to this is in the future. So future people listening to this podcast, just know that my paperback is out, available to purchase. If you get this before Mother's Day, which is, I think, the 13th or 14th or whatever, what a perfect gift for your mum. You're welcome. Feel free to buy that. She'll love it. She'll thank you for that gift. It's a really good book. Thank you, Maureen, for stepping in just at the right moment there. It's really good. And, Very thank funny. You. And, oh, Maureen. I need more of that. And I'll just take you everywhere. So that's 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 my week. Uh, so I, what is brilliant is that I said to my publisher, I said, please, could I have a few copies of this book, my own book, by the way, so that I can stick it on the old social medias? And they said, of course. And then it arrived two days before my book came out. I was like, great, that's a great lead up to the paperback. <laughs> just a two-day window of heavy-duty social media action in order to plug my book but anyway it doesn't matter because i know that word of mouth is going to it's going to snowball and it's going to be whereas a hardback people are like i'll wait for it to come out in paperback the wait is over okay it's over and it's in and it's purple it's it's the same color as your jumper maureen by the way which we again as this is not a visual um, medium but you need to know that maureen is wearing the most brilliant magenta jumper is it, it a is jumper gorgeous yes, it is gorgeous alison and i and leanne were all in awe and can I just point out, it is about you and your kids, but it's anyone can read it. So it, the book, not Maureen's sweater, the book. I, I yeah. don't have kids, but I have to say, I still enjoyed the book. So you don't have to be a mother and you don't have to have children in order to enjoy the book. It's a very enjoyable book. So it's in paperback now. So all you weak armed readers, now's your time, right? If the if it was hard for you before holding that heavy, now it's paperback, it's light. And also there's the audio books. If you want to hear Jen's dulcet tones... There you go. You don't have to have any muscle strength at all for that. Absolutely. Maybe some sort of earlobe strength to hold the <laughs> headphones up. And the, the vibrations. But it is out. a good book. And we're gonna, it's going to be our book of the month for April, Jen. Yay! I've decided. Unilaterally, I've decided that's going to be our book of the month. <laughs> well, I'm not going to uh, contradict that, Maureen, because I think I'm not, certainly I'm not going to read it, for heaven's sake. I wrote it. <laughs> I will read it. I'm going to close my internet. Don't close my internet, Maureen. <laughs> I meant my email. Maureen switches it off at the wall. I haven't put any makeup on. Oh, for fuck's sake, Maureen, it's a podcast. Get a grip. We might have to push your boundaries out a bit, okay? <laughs> well, what a great week we've all had. But Maureen, tell me something that's happened recently that you've done. I know you have a Be More Maureen moment and the both of you were like, we're not going to tell you again so you can hear it for the first time as well. I'm ready. Alison doesn't know about this story. I, in fact, Jen didn't know about the story until a few weeks ago when I, I, I mentioned it to her and it brought a smile on the face. So I don't know about you guys, but when I get a bank statement, I go through it all and I check out every purchase. Right? So there was a, this was a few years ago and it was like 25 quid. I don't spend 25 quid. I'm like, What's this for 25 quid? Right. Looked at the shop, Googled the shop. Wasn't on Google. I was like, well, this is dodgy. This is clearly fraudulent. Now, you've all seen me adamant. So I phone up the bank. I'm incredibly adamant. I'm like, this is not my purchase. I did not pay for this 25. What is this 25 quid? I said, what is this shop? And they look it up and they go, it's a sex shop. And I'm, 
I'm quite a prude in real life. I'm like, I was... I would not be in a sex shop. This is clearly fraudulent. What am I supposed to have bought in a sex shop for £25? Thank you very much. And I went, uh, Rampit Rabbit? And I went, oh, yeah, that was me. Okay, then, bye. <laughs> I mean, I love uh, that Maureen had completely forgotten that she'd bought a vibrator in a <laughs> sex I, shop. Look, I'm going to defend myself here, right? Because what happened was we were in this shop. It was my friend's idea. Sex shop, uh, Maureen. Sex shop. And uh, she said, have you got one? I was like, no. And then I looked at the price. I went, 25 quid. I'm not paying 25 quid. And she went, I'll pay for half. And because I like a bargain, I was like, okay, then I'll get it. Because I thought, you know, getting it at half price. And so I technically only paid 12.50 for it. You see, that's why it wasn't in my memory. Okay, but the sex shop bit that didn't that was that was that didn't trigger a memory of any kind. <laughs> I didn't recognise the name, and you know what, Alison, you should never have conversations like that on loudspeaker in a on a busy train. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I'm joking. That's a joke. That's a joke. I didn't. That bit's made up, but the rest of it is true. So uh, yeah, that was um... Maureen. That's an absolute classic, isn't it? You being adamant with a with, with somebody in your bank going, "Excuse me, but I would never be in a sex shop, and I certainly wouldn't be buying any sex toys." What a rampant rabbit! Yes, that was me. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Have a lovely day. You're an excellent bank. I appreciate your services. Thank you. Because, Jen, you're like me. You go from adamant, straight, and when you realise you're wrong, you go from 100% adamant to, okay, then. Yeah, I, I, that's exactly what I do. Oh, well, and then the second I'm proven wrong, which is often, I'm like, oh, okay, well, thanks very much. It was really great talking to you. Bye-bye, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> that's a classic Be More Maureen moment. I really enjoyed that. When Maureen told me that, I was like, oh, my God. I just couldn't even um, the fact that you didn't even remember that you were in a sex shop and and by the way all of these sex shops have a code name for the the um so so as not to cause any embarrassment they're not going to be like you know like Tina's sexy knickers shop or whatever it's called they're going to be called TAX PD limited and you'll be like what's TAX limited and then you remember it's Tina's sexy knicker panty yeah it's a vibe shop it's a yeah it's a it's a butt plug shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maureen, when you buy that butt plug, do cash, right? Go oh, cash okay. next time for any other <laughs> additional sex toys. When you're buying your anal beads, cash. We were in the sex shop and the woman was explaining everything to us. It was like, it was very sad. Why was it sad? What else were you up for? Because we didn't know. We didn't, like, go, what's this? What's this? Not sad. Good for you for going in. They had a, like a vibrator you could have as a lipstick. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can buy them. You can, you can listen. You can have vibrators as necklaces, as lipsticks, as little things that you just put in your bag. You go, what's this? And you go, oh, it's a brooch. And actually, you like <laughs> stick it up your foof later on and have a lovely time. However, you can't get away with using it on the tube. <laughs> <laughs> What, it's just a lipstick. <laughs> okay, is that what you do with all your lipsticks? I'm never borrowing a lipstick from Maureen ever again. No, kidding. I'm also black, but it was so small, you'd think, what's the point? You'd lose it up there, wouldn't you, Maureen? How dare you? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, Amazing. God. I wish. Well, Maureen, thank you very much for that, uh, that uh, sex shop interlude. We haven't had a sex shop interlude yet, and we've been... Oh, God. Wanting Let's one? Move on. <laughs> We've been needing, for needing one, one needing hoping one. for one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's time for us to head over to our favourite part of the show that everyone waits for because it's the only part of the show that has any point to it. It's time to ask Alison. Go to the gym, get it together, pay your taxes and stop eating chips. Take my advice. No, 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 
take my advice. I ain't using it. What I love is all of you, except for Maureen, uh, start dancing and singing the song whenever it comes in. And Maureen's like, all right, get on with it. Let's do this shit. I'm not singing your goddamn song. All right. uh, I'm going to make you, when we do a live tour, Maureen, I'm going to make you sing my intro. Okay, moving on. Here we go. You wouldn't want that. I I do, though. I do. More than your lipstick. Okay, moving on. All right, here we go. This is uh, this week's problem. Uh, Speaking of sex, this is a sexy episode. So um, this week's problem, we had someone write in. Uh, And they wrote, I think my partner is addicted to porn. What can I do? Okay. And this is uh, this is probably a lot more common than than people want to admit uh, because it's a private, it's personal thing. Uh, But porn is rampant. So it's not a surprise. Um, So when I read this and I I was reading about it, looking into it, the the first thing I want to say, my first advice right out of the gate to this writer is listen. This issue your partner has, has nothing to do with you. Number one, I want you to know that, okay? This is no reflection on you because I think this is often where partners go when someone has a bit of a problem with porno um, and then they go, oh, is it me? Is it me? This has nothing to do with you. So right away, please put that in your head uh, immediately. Uh, And I thought, okay, well, let's look up. How do you know? Okay, what is the definition of addiction? Well, uh, the actual definition of addiction is the fact or condition of being addicted to a particular substance or activity. So if the porn or any other substance or activity starts to affect other aspects of your life, you know, starts to take away from normal daily activities and relationships, uh, and it becomes an all-consuming thing, it is an addiction. Okay, so that's kind of how you can tell if if it's taken over your partner's life. This is an addiction. If it's affecting you, it's it's an addiction. You know, um, the first thing I wanted to address is, you know, have you had a conversation with your partner about this? Uh, have you brought it up? Have you even discussed it? Um, and what are their feelings about what is happening? Uh, when you do talk to your partner about these things. Have as much compassion and forgiveness as is possible without being sucked into the addiction as well, because this is an emotional thing. So you don't want to get sucked into like heated discussions or arguments, uh, especially not arguments uh, about this behavior, because remember, there's no point in arguing with someone who is not in a reasonable headspace. So please remember that as well. But I do think it's important to express your feelings. It's also important to remember you didn't cause this, you can't control it, and you can't change it. This is their issue that they need to deal with, okay? They need to get proper counseling and help, but they should see an addictions therapist. Please know this, okay? If you're guiding your partner towards getting some help, don't look at this as a sex problem between the two of you because a a lot of people will go into sex therapy thinking that this is the problem. It's a sexual therapy problem. Couple goes in. It's not. It's an addiction problem. So if you go see a sex therapist, the sex therapist might be like, well, what are things the two of you can do? Maybe you should watch porn together. And it kind of takes things on the wrong avenue. So if you're going to go see or, or encourage someone to go see it, it's an addiction issue. Please keep that in mind. Um, and your partner really does need to speak to professionals or, or other people that are struggling with this. So guide them towards it. But we can't solve your partner. We can't make them better. We can help them. We can offer our, 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 our compassion and understanding. 
But my main concern in this is you. Okay, the person, the partner, you need to focus on you because again, this isn't about you. Porn addiction isn't a sex addiction. It's about soothing emotional pain that they're going through. Okay, so that's, it's a side. The porn addiction is kind of like a side effect to something else that they are dealing with. So please remember that. So the number one thing is it's important to keep on track with your own life. This can't become all-consuming for you. So yes, offer your support, but you need to think about yourself. Do things to take care of your physical self, your emotional and spiritual self, um, and simplify your life because this is a very traumatic thing. It, it, it may People hear this and they're like, uh, but it really is a traumatic thing for a partner to go through. So simplify your life. Put yourself first. Don't take on any extra duties or activities while you're dealing with this, all right? Make your life as easy as is possible and educate yourself on this addiction so you don't feel alone. Get as much information as you can. Connect to others. Look, this is a, a private, scary situation for some people, and you may not want to talk to friends about it. But if you think you have a friend or two that you can chat to, please open up about it. The other thing I want to encourage you to do is join a group. The biggest group uh, that you can be a part of is called Essanon, and it's for partners of people um, whose partner have a sexual addiction. Essanon. And I think connecting with other people just makes you feel a little less alone, and they might offer some things that would really help you. And they're not people that necessarily you know. So if that's a better way to go for you, then please do that. Also, please get yourself some of your therapy because this is the other thing. When you're going through this, you don't realize it, but you're going to be dealing with PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. So I really encourage you to like talk to somebody about that um, because at the end of the day, you have to take care of yourself because above all else, it, it is you that you need to care for uh, because at the end of the day, you have to be in a healthy headspace no matter what the outcome of this might be. That is my advice for today. Alison, that is, again, as always, really great advice. I think that's a really interesting point that you made about it's not about your sex life and it's not about you don't need a counsellor about your... Yeah. It's, it's not about you. It's about yeah. your partner and about seeing um, an, an addiction to porn as that, as an addiction, as you would with any addiction, whether it be gambling or booze or drugs or whatever. And also that the, the, the porn addiction is not, I mean, it can be uh, tied to sex addiction, but it can be completely separate, can't yeah. it? It yeah. needn't have anything to uh, to do with sex in a way, that which is, I know sounds crazy, but I suppose this does make sense because it's a compulsion. Well, Alison, thank you very much. Listen, we ought to say, and we never always forget to say this on this show, but we, we do. We yeah. forget every single time, and I am remiss. But people, do you have a problem? Maybe we can help. And if so, why don't you call the A team? And that's Alison. <laughs> I am the A team. <laughs> She's the A team, okay? You, all you need to do is email um, us at womentalkingbollocks at gmail.com, but ask Alison in the subject. Tell Alison what your problem is and she'll blinking well deal with it. Maybe even solve it. it for you. She'll yeah. look into it for heaven's sake. You, you, you are not alone. Uh, oh, don't start you... that again for God's sake. But you're sake. not alone. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. yeah. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. 
Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is the show called? Oh, yeah, I've got it. We've been talking bollocks. Yeah. Okay. Is everyone happy with that? (laughs) Well, we are moving so swiftly through this podcast, which can only mean that it's time to find out what have we all been watching on Televisione? Yeah. I've been watching Bloodlands. Have people people been watching Bloodlands? I've seen the very first episode. Oh, Yes, okay. How many episodes have there been? Two. There's two. And I have to say, the end of the second episode is like, what the? It is something that you won't see coming. It's a bit like, you know, line of duty when you got, they just turn the, the story completely on its edge. Definitely worth watching. It's, for those of you who don't know, it's set in Northern Ireland. There's been a kidnap and they, and they think it might be linked to this murderer called Goliath, who they believe was in the police force, who was uh, killing people just before the Good Friday agreement. And so they kept it on the quiet and they think it could be linked to this murderer who who also killed the wife of the lead detective. And so that's the setup, and it is absolutely fantastic. Starring James Nesbitt. I mean, you saw the episode one. What did you think, Jen? Yeah, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I did enjoy it. There was there's quite a lot to take in in the first episode. You have to kind of like you can't just sort of zone out. You have to really lock into what's going on because otherwise you're like, who's Goliath? And trying to figure out why the police want to cover it up, why the the lead detective's boss, who you think is on side, is actually just part of the problem. Uh, anyway, I don't want to give too much away. Which or I is he? Have. Or is he part of the problem? <laughs> oh, flipping it. I'm into it. I'm looking forward to episode two. I've only seen episode one, but episode two is in the bank. It's in the it's in the listening bank. Talk to me after you've seen episode two because it, it it really it's uh, it's a bit of a shocker at the end. Okay, all right. I'll definitely I'll WhatsApp you. Uh, I have been watching a show that was on ITV. It's a, a very famous awful murders that occurred in the mid 80s and 1985 it's called white house farm you can find it on netflix and it's about basically a family is murdered and the the daughter 
a young woman is blamed for it and we find out that there is more to the story than meets the eye. It was a bit of a tricky watch for me, actually, in places because um, a family is murdered and part of the family are twin six-year-old boys <laughs> and I have Ooh. twin six-year-old boys. So I did find that a little bit like... Argh! Like Chloe and I were watching it going, oh, this, is a, uh, this is a little bit on the tricky side. But it is definitely worth watching. Um, the lead detective I recognised from the full Monty. Do you remember the chap that King films his um, stomach because he's so paranoid about his weight? So he is the maverick cop in it and he's brilliant. Also, I, this actor, I never remember his name, but he's really brilliant. He's he's a he's Scouser. He's he was in Line of Duty. Actually. Oh, I know you mean uh, Stephen Graham. Stephen Graham, thank you. He's in it. There's look, there's lots of great actors in it, and I was really impressed with it as a as a drama series, and it's definitely worth watching. And the the young guy, the young there's the young lead guy in it, played by Freddie Fox, who's of the Fox Dynasty acting dynasty. Let's not focus on his cousin Lawrence Fox. <laughs> But he was absolutely fantastic in it. Really, really good. I mean, just brilliant. So I can recommend that. You can find it on Netflix, six episodes. You will binge it. You won't be able to stop yourself. My mother did a Maureen Younger. Phoned her on Sunday. It was 11 o'clock. I was like, Mom, are you just getting out of bed? She went, oh, Jennifer, I was up till 2.30 in the morning watching a drama series. I don't know if you know this program. I was like, yeah, it's White House Farm. She went, I said, did you watch the whole thing in one night? She went, I could not stop. I could not stop. So listen, (laughs) Mama Brist is behind it. She really enjoyed it. So that's my recommendation. She's a difficult woman to please, so it must be good. Honestly, the list of things she doesn't like is too long to get into. (laughs) You guys, both those shows sound amazing and actually really intrigue me to watch them. They're both really dark. If you think, do you know what? I don't think I can handle any darkness. Then do not watch either of these shows. (laughs) (laughs) Watch Parks and Recreation or something like that. Oh, Parks and Recreation. I'm watching uh, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt at the moment. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah, that's a fun one. I mean, look, there's been a lot of pushback about that show because there are parts of it which are like... Not very politically correct, but but just from the pure, jo- there were so many episodes of that that made me just cry laughing. I mean, it is hilarious. And obviously, who's your favourite character, Maureen? Oh, Titus. Titus, and oh my God, he's so but good. But you know what? The woman who plays Kimmy Schmidt, I, you know, that's a really hard acting job to play someone that good. That's a really difficult job. And I think she does it, does it excellently. Oh, she's brilliant. I, I mean, it is brilliant. Even my boyfriend was addicted to that show. When he started watching it, he binged it. He couldn't stop. Danny could not stop watching The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Like, it was all I heard about for, like, two weeks. He was like, and then this, and then this. I was like, yeah, okay, that's great. It's so funny. But anyway, yeah, any of those shows, watch those instead. But Alison, obviously, we're into the horror corner. Tell us about it. Oh, yeah. Well, let's lighten the mood uh, <laughs> with some dark shows. So let's lighten the mood with a little little horror. Okay, this week, this week, because we were talking about porn addiction, it's not exactly the same. I went I went with like a sex, sex kind of theme, sex addiction maybe theme. And so I've chosen a movie that some may say is more thriller than horror. But because there are so, there's a couple of real gruesome scenes in it, I'm saying it's a horror. My movie pick for the horror this week is... A classic called Basic Instinct. Yeah. Oh, that's a terrible Maureen, movie. Maureen, not now. Maureen 
Absolutely not. You are allowed to have Absolutely your opinions. Awful. I'm, it's not Austrian literature. I'm fully aware. It is Sharon Stone showing her beef, but that's not the whole movie, everyone. Uh, Basic Instinct, the story of mysterious Catherine Trammell, Sharon Stone, a beautiful crime novelist, becomes a suspect when she is linked to the brutal death of a rock star, investigated by homicide detective Nick Curran, Michael Douglas. Uh, Catherine seduces him into an intense relationship, Meanwhile, the murder case becomes increasingly complicated. <laughs> I loved this film. It's old. I get it. It was like our first real exposure to Sharon Stone. But I just, I always enjoyed that movie. I did. Maureen, I respect that you are not into it. For me, it, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Here's my one thing, though. I think it's always so funny. Michael Douglas, right? Fatal Attraction, Basic Instinct. Why is he always the guy in all these sexy movies when he is not sexy? He's not sexy. He's creepy. Yeah, which is also why it makes it even more of a horror film because it's Michael Douglas. And it was also the very (laughs) first film, sorry, Michael Douglas, if you're listening, it was also the very first film where a man performed cunnilingus on film, on camera. No, it's the first American film if you've watched French films, please. Oh, look at Maureen knows where the first cunnilingus was shown. French films. Have you seen Betty Blue? I mean, if you want to watch sex on a, on a screen, watch Betty Blue. I mean, the French have been doing it for years before the Americans. That's oh. that's what was so funny when they went, oh, my God, it's so explicit sex. And like, watch some French movies, for God's sake. Pathetic. It wasn't first. No, anyways. Sorry. First American then. North American. That's all right. That's all right. Maureen is passionate in her opinions in regards to this film. Uh, however, I still stand behind it. I think it is. It's a good horror, too, if you don't want a lot of gore or want a lot of, you know, uh, basic instinct. Uh, that's my pick of the week, everyone. Look, also, it's one of those movies that you can watch without thinking. It doesn't require any sort of, you know, cerebral brain power to enjoy it. You can sit back, relax. It's a bit of a roller coaster ride, and it's one ninety nine on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, <laughs> exactly. I love that you know that. In my opinion, it's one ninety nine too much. It's an awful movie. You don't care about the characters. The only character you care about is the fat cop. Sorry, I don't know how else to expect. I can't remember his name. You don't care about him that much, obviously. <laughs> I remember going to the cinema when it came out and watching Casablanca for about the fifth time at the cinema. And I have to say, go and watch Casablanca. It's a much better way to spend your time. Yeah, okay, but you're a classics girl. Like, I've not watched Casablanca once. I, Maureen, I said it. This I said is it. Alison's, this is Alison's horror corner, okay? <laughs> Alison, thank you very much. I shall be watching Basic Instinct. I've never seen it. Have you not? No. Have no, you never seen never it? Seen it. I'll tell you the other film I've never seen. I've never seen Fatal Attraction either. I think it's because I don't want to see Michael Douglas's bottom. I think it's reasonable. I think it's anyone, any men out there who have bottoms like Michael Douglas, we're very sorry. Uh, a, that we said this, and B, that you have a bottom like Michael Douglas. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, thanks very much, Alison. That was brilliant. Maureen, thank you for your input. As always, I. <laughs> You can see Alison's waiting for Cultural Corner. Oh, let's just see what let's just see what comes up on Cultural Corner. I, mean, I very much doubt Alison's seen what I'm talking well, about. Well, you might find that she has an opinion anyway. I'm going to talk like I did. Let's do it. Get into it, Maureen. Get ready for my opinions. Let's go. Cultural Corner. Set it up. Go. <laughs> And now it's going to be Maureen's cultural uh-huh. corner. I haven't started it, Maureen. Hello. I'm going to start that again. 
Cultural Corner today is slightly eclectic. It's a 1978 drama series called The Devil's Crown, which you can only see on YouTube. There's no DVD version of it. It's a, basically a drama series from the Plantagenets. I know you're bo all both saying, tell us more, Maureen. Um, but stay, stay with me, because just remember, Game of Thrones is based on medieval history, admittedly at a slightly later date, but it's still the same theme. It's a royal family, and they're basically all yeah, trying but, to... I mean, Game of Thrones is not based on it. I mean, there's dragons, all right? Okay. Car sorry, I was say, are there flying dragons based, in this? I said based. I didn't say it was, but, you know, it's all about uh, a royal family, and they're kind of all at war with each other. And if you want to see great acting, I love watching great acting, and the acting in here is sublime. You've got Brian Cox, who... Jen will recognise some succession. You've got Jane Lapater. These were two of the greatest theatre actors of the time. And it's kind of, kind of though it was made for TV, it's very theatrical conceit, the whole programme. So you've got them, you've got him as uh, Brian Cox as Henry II. You have Jane Lapater as Ellen of Aquitaine. And if you don't know about Ellen of Aquitaine, check her out, because this woman will kick ass nowadays, let alone in, in medieval times when women have very little agency. And you've got John Dutton as King John. And the acting in this show is outstanding. I would... Definitely recommend it. Just so you know, the credits, for some reason, the title credits are in French, but the, the series is in English, so don't panic about that. And it's it's just wonderful watching the acting. And in fact, when Brian Cox, Henry II dies, the show does sag a little bit because he's such a presence, Brian Cox, that you do you do miss his presence there. But it's just wonderful acting. Um, and if you like I, Claudius, if you remember, people remember I, Claudius from the 70s, BBC drama series, it's a bit similar to that. So I totally recommend it. The Devil's Crown, all 13 episodes are on YouTube. Thank you very much, Maureen. And for all I, Claudius fans out there, do tune into that, of which I'm sure there are many. <laughs> oh, come on, I, Claudius was a fantastic series. Sure, Maureen. But how old do you think the audience is? Oh, yeah. It's a lot of teenagers are listening to this. I think Remember when you made a joke about DVDs at my comedy chats and there was a lot of people there who played DVDs. Sure, sure. I'm here for the I, Claudius, and I'm here for the Devil's Crown. You can watch it on YouTube, which is great. It's free of charge. 13 episodes. Chow down. Let us know. In fact, if you do this... Any of these things, if you watch them and you enjoy them, particularly, you know, Maureen's Cultural Corner, do let us know. We'd love to hear from you. You can obviously get in contact with us at our internet email website thing. What is it? <laughs> Women Talking Bollocks at gmail.com. And you know what? Can I just take a moment to say, um, I do think, Maureen, I, I'm, I think it's so good that you are exposing us all to these sort of things because it's very important to go into life with an open mind and not judge right away and to share things and to expose people to different things that's so maureen i'm so grateful for all that see what i'm doing there just see what i'm doing i'm being passive aggressive is what i'm doing there <laughs> yeah but no. you know it doesn't work with me because i don't give a shit so <laughs> i know it does <laughs> great good well i'm glad we ended on that note um fantastic <laughs> uh, who'd want to be a kardashian that just seems grim can we stand by that, everyone? <laughs> What's got my goat? Let's talk about that. Let's, yeah, Jen. Let's, let's ease into that. What has got my goat? Well, I'll tell you what's got my blinking goat, folks. I cannot park outside my freaking house. Uh. There is a blue Ford Focus, which has been outside my house for, I don't know, three weeks. Who owns it? Why is it always there? And why have you parked in such a way that no one can park behind you? You've parked sort of weirdly in the middle in a middly, widdly, widdly way, meaning it's impossible. There's other people want to park behind you, mate. Whoever owns that blue Ford Focus outside my house, could you please frickin' move your car? 
I'm, I am paying currently to park outside my house and I can't. And it's driving me absolutely nuts. I don't know whose car it is. And it's and I, I'm, I'm having dark thoughts about the car. You, you know, there's a bit of me that thinks if I pushed it hard enough, how good is the handbrake? Could I just push it into the middle of the road? I don't know. This, it, it, I'm just sick of seeing it there. And, and also, I know this is like, oh, God, first of all, problems. But you know when you uh, when you've got loads of shopping, or I've got to get the kids out of the car, and you know I just the way they've parked means I can't park. It's sort of parked sort of in the middle in a weird way, whereas if they just reversed a little bit, other someone could park in front of them. Look, it's boring, but it's driving me fucking every morning. Chloe and I wake up in the morning going, oh, still there. Oh. Chloe even said to me this morning, she's going, how long do you think we? How long do you think it sh- you know it's going to be there for? And I was like, they must have a parking permit, otherwise they'd have been clamped by now so it's somebody that lives nearby who has a car and is doing a maureen younger and isn't going to fucking move the car because they've got a spot that's what i used to do never used to move my car because you're never gonna be able to park back again so you just stay there what is the point of having a freaking car maureen that's why i don't have another car for like 20 years because i just you know what and also i live in the posh area of london so all the cars were really smart and i had the oldest i had an old volvo and i was like if i hit a car I'm screwed because it was like Alexis, Mercedes. Actually, Maureen, if you hit a car, you wouldn't be screwed because you've got the shit car. They'd be screwed. You'd be fine. <laughs> You'd be like, dude, I don't care. I've got a Volvo. Do you know what I think is annoying is that you're paying for that spot, Jen. You're paying for that spot. I want to know. This person who owns the Blue Ford Focus, they don't live here. They don't live near me. I've never seen this Blue Ford Focus before. Unless somebody has bought a Blue Ford Focus. And whoever that person is, move your Blue Ford Focus and put it in front of your house. Not in front of my house. I thank you very much. The end. Hang on a sec. If I just move my head out of the way, I can fucking see that car. Move your car, you if prick. You right now, yeah. Oh, dear. But and other than that, I have no strong feelings about it, really. <laughs> <laughs> Minor thing. Minor thing. <laughs> so we've come to the end of the podcast, ladies. As always, it's been an absolute delight. I've enjoyed every single millisecond. Um, I don't think we can top the Be More Maureen that we had this week. I certainly don't think we can top the sex chat. And if anything, hearing about... The Devil's Crown versus Basic Instinct. That will be, that's going to be an ongoing conversation, I think, that we're going to have offline. I know what I'm getting Maureen for Christmas now. A DVD copy of Basic Instinct for the rest of your life. I'm going to randomly send them to you now and again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. I'm scared of Maureen's face now. I'm not. I'm not. I back off. I'm sorry, Maureen. I was just kidding. It was all jokes. I love you. Women talking bollocks. Thanks so much for listening. Please do continue to like and subscribe on our Acast page wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed today's episode, leave a wonderful message saying how much you enjoy our dulcet tones, particularly mine. And we're also on Patreon now, so we're going to be sharing extra content and we'd love you to join us there. Join us. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.